Hey, do you enjoy Geeks of Grimdark? Do you wish we produced more Warhammer content? Well, check out our ongoing series with this week's sponsor, Shooting the Shit with Chippa. Axel and I have a reoccurring series with host Chris Shipman, where we introduce him to 40k factions, one at a time. And once you're all caught up with that, check out all the rest of his amazing interviews on your favorite podcasting site today. Hello and welcome to Geeks with Shields, your home for all things good and nerdy in this, the darkest timeline. I'm Axel Wright, and with me as always is... Lord Commander Ulrich. And how are you doing today, Lord Commander Ulrich? <laughs> uh, pretty good. I uh, I fell back down the Fallout 4 rabbit hole. Yeah, I, I, did, I, just, I did that a few months ago. Yeah, I love how much fun these games are in like little hidden things they throw in. Oh yeah, absolutely. I was, I was doing a... I was trying not to do a luck build because I always fall into a luck build. <laughs> I instead, I, I actually, in my last Fallout 4 game, I set out to make a Sister of Battle. That was my goal. So Interesting. Yeah, so no. the whole thing was like putting points into science so I could make power armor last as long as possible, putting points into automatic weapons and explosives so I could get the kiloton rifle and treat it like a bolter. Like, that was the goal. I, where I always go is I just try and figure out how I'm going to roleplay this character. Mm-hmm. And then trying to stick to that with my moral decisions. Sidebar for anyone listening, I'm currently sick, so if you hear me make very gross uh, nose sounds, I'm sorry. We'll try to cut it out, but sometimes it, like, that one just cut out and you hopefully didn't hear it. So, <laughs> anyway, continue. But, and I just wrapped the Nuka World expansion, which was a lot of fun. I actually done that. I did, I, I cut my way into Nuka World a bit so I could get the the unique alien blaster. Because, again, I wanted, like, uh, the Ooh. equivalent of a plasma pistol. I need to go back and get there. I didn't find it. Or maybe I did. Yeah. Well, because I, I wanted the unique plasma pistol, the unique kiloton or, uh, kiloton rifle, and the unique chainsword. So that was my Sister of Battle build. Yeah. Essentially. I get that. I was having but fun with it. The <laughs> this kind of comes up was there's a mystery mission in the middle of the map that's, you know, one of those classic Bethesda's. It doesn't appear on your map. You just have to explore and find it. Yeah. Which is their version of the Winchester house that, you know, is maybe haunted. Uh-huh. And, you know, you get to the end and it's just a gunner camped out and he set up all these booby traps. And, you know, he's talking about hearing, you know, children's laughter and he blames the assault trauma. I'm like, oh, fuck, maybe this is haunted. Right as I hear a child's laugh mm. and a key to the attic appears, I'm like, well, this is tricky. Do I want to go fight the ghost or leave the loot? I'm like, all right, I really want that loot. And I go up there and immediately, you know, a car, a child sprints by and I try and shoot it. Because <laughs> that's my reaction. I'm like, oh, God fucking damn it. Like, all right, grab the loot and go before this turns into a boss battle. But that's what I love about this. Like, I never would have gone here if I didn't see a weird shape in the distance and went, I know Bethesda. I know that's something I need to go investigate. I do feel like Fallout 4, Fallout in general, is pretty good at horror when it wants to. I know that for me, when I first played Fallout 4 and I found the Dunwich how do you say that word like that quest freaked me out being very lovecraftian so yeah no this one was fun i don't know i'm having a lot of fun with the game and it will all circle back when we get into this week's episode which before we do that i have the privilege of listing off the names of our legionnaires those who are part of our illustrious legion our patrons who give us support and in return the least we can do is say their names out loud they are pam galley marquee chris chipman river galley krug 
Arthur Crane, Kevin Vey, Brennan Agnew, John Vinnels, Kit Kenny, Seth Decker, Donald Lucy, Patrick Anderson, Carson Amell, Scott Rubin, Derek Takate, and Peter Cook. Now, if you'd like to add your name to that list, you can join our illustrious legion over at Patreon slash Geeks with Shields. A dollar a month, we put out like four things a month or more, so it's like 25 cents an episode or less or more. I don't know how the less or more works in this particular sentence, but anyway, it goes a long way towards helping us. Anyway... By the way, editing for us, I found that I use the words anyway and so way too often, and hopefully you, the listeners, hear them cut out, but trust me, I'm aware of my own verbal tics. The topic that we have today is video game length. Now, I'm not sure what Ulrich meant exactly when he wrote this down, so Ulrich, care to elaborate? Well, it's a common enough refrain that I hear from people of saying, this game was too long, I just don't have time to play a 12-hour story campaign. Yeah, I I don't understand that right off the bat. So Neither do I, and this is what I kind of want to talk about. I just finished, this last weekend, I just finished my 70-hour Dragon Age Origins campaign. So Yeah, and sometimes I really do appreciate a brief game that's get in, get out, but most of the time... I'm a cheap value kind of guy of I want to maximize my enjoyment out of this game for the price that I paid for it. Uh-huh. And the longer and the if, game is, the the literal yeah. hours to dollars is very I guess it would be dollars to hours is very low is the ratio. So Yeah, and like I get this if you are a game reviewer or a streamer or your need to complete this game is directly tied to your job, I get it. I get not having the wanting to play games that are 18 hours of story because that shit. No, that's a fucking grind. But for I hear from other other people, that's like I don't I don't get it. Yeah, in fact, in fact, I would say game. I would say that I more often feel the opposite. If a game, if a single player game is less than 20 hours, with few exceptions, I feel cheated. Yeah, like recently I've been playing through the newest. Um, Wolfenstein games. Yes. And they're fun, but they may be clocking at 10 hours total. Yeah. Now, it's again, like, this is fun, but I real feel quick like side there's note, more. There are some very specific examples that are the exceptions. Obviously, Portal is like a four hour game, three maybe. Uh, Undertale is like a four hour game. Love both. Senua Sacrifice is like a six hour game, maybe. Uh, I might be. Point is, those are all great, and they basically. they counter their low their low hours with one lower cost all of them are cheaper games and two the quality of what you're playing is so high that it it kind of balances out for me but yeah there are plenty of other games where i feel like if it's not going to stick in my memory too if it's too short to not stick in my memory i don't know what i'm even trying you know what i'm trying to say oh yeah no, I'm pulling out right now. I have about 114 hours in Dragon Age Inquisition, and I'm halfway through the game. Yeah, and I've never even played Dragon Age Inquisition. I've put, no exaggeration, I've put about 500 hours collectively in a Dragon Age Origins, just because I've played it through multiple times, and each time is about a 70-hour run. And I've played Dragon Age 2 all the way through about three times, so that's like 200-ish hours. And I just haven't gone to Inquisition because I keep getting pulled away to other things, but I want to, but that's like... Again, as you put, my life is not reviewing things for a job. I am not on deadlines. Instead, it's just I get to exist in this world that I love for a long time, and that's great. Yeah, I got 13 hours out of Wolfenstein to beat the game, 
And I'm eight hours through Wolfenstein 2, and I'm almost done. Now, I want to be clear, though. Even though I'm advocating generally for good, long experiences for a single-player narrative, I'm talking about a single-player narrative there. Even in some multiplayer games, like, I love the fact that I'm currently 90 turns into a multiplayer co-op game with Wretched in uh, Total War, which has no narrative. It's just a co-op campaign that we're running together and probably will have another 100 turns at least in it. But... There is a line, which is, I can't get on board with games that are built to be an endless grind. Like, yes. I don't like anything that has, for instance, daily and weekly challenges. Oh, fuck that shit. Yeah. Like, I love Vermintide and Darktide, but I don't pay the weekly and dailies any attention. Because the second you do, it stops feeling like a game. It starts feeling like work to me. That's why I could never get into MMOs. Is one, I'm already paying for the privilege to pay this game monthly and then if i don't engage with it then i'm wasting the money i'm spending on it even though i don't want to play it yeah so i'm just saying that there is there is a line and also different tools apply to different things i like my single player setting games to be very long my story games don't need to be that long i'll say like i don't know i think that's why i like undertale undertale is not a world i necessarily feel like i need to be in for a long period of time it just tells its contained story in like four hours and it impacted me but dragon age is basically a perfect fantasy setting and i like just hanging out there yeah and i think the big thing is not so much length of the games but the quality of the writing and when it starts to feel like okay you're just kind of circling yourself and i'm struggling to think of a game i played recently or really at all where i felt like okay this part just feels like you're padding to the story with the exception of dragon age inquisition could be accused of that but the worst bits of dragon age are the parts where it feels like an mmo i've heard those parts you can skip i have heard that yeah like there's some very much they padded it out to make it feel huge but the core story moves along at a you know sizable enough pace there's not like any artificial breaks to make the story feel long yeah well it's funny because you say that and i'm thinking about once i finished dragon age origins initial campaign and i started awakening like don't get me wrong i like awakening but i did feel like i was trying to rush to get through the remaining content so i could start dragon age 2 you know yeah and i have awakenings fun but awakening is feels very on rails Yeah, but it's weird because there are aspects of Awakening and the other DLCs that I think are really important. Like, Witch Hunt. Witch Hunt has basically nothing important in it except the very last scene, and I would not give up the, like, hour and a half of play to to, lose that scene, you know? But, I mean, let's talk about the one we kind of opened with, the Fallout series, which is, yes, there's an end that you can work towards but there's literally thousands of hours of side quests and stories and random finds and environmental stories and we love those yeah i will admit i am one of those people that i've put if i'm not exaggerating and i'm trying to be honest i've probably put 2000 hours into skyrim like if i were to take a guess just based on playing on playstation and pc and the multiple different versions and whatnot in that 2000 hours i don't think i've ever beaten alduin I just never gone down that path. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's just what the game is sold on. You know? I did once because I wanted to know how it was is that it was in the height of Skyrim and I didn't want anyone to spoil the ending for me. Yeah. But now that I'm playing Fallout and not Fallout 4, I don't have to worry about people spoiling. Like, I'm just gonna fucking dick around and do these things and try and put off having to make the tough decision of who do I side with, the Brotherhood of Steel or the Minutemen. Yeah. 
Well, fun fact, you can side with both of them, but anyway. But narratively, like, from my role-playing perspective, I need to side with one or the other. Oh, yeah, narratively. I mean, again, the last character I made was supposed to be a sister of battle, so I was like, well, I'm side with the Brotherhood, just because that's what this character is going to (laughs) do. Well, the Brotherhood shares my hatred of ghouls. Yeah, I just think the fact that the Minutemen could technically side with anyone is... I was just pointing that out, so... Well, yeah, no, I know, but it's just like the narrative of the game is very much, well, who's going to get to be in charge of this setting? I will also say that game length is a... A long game is a good thing when the game gives you reason to spend that long in it. Like, example of games that are very long needlessly, the Assassin's Creed games. Now, I love Black Flag because I get to be a pirate, and... I like being a pirate. But the amount of time I have to spend running around fucking port cities collecting all the shit because my OCD brain doesn't like seeing those icons on my map of things I haven't picked yeah. up yet, I hate that. Like, I can't help it, but I, I, I can't... St- and that's just that's just time padding, and that's not cool. Don't like that. <laughs> I haven't played an Assassin's Creed game in ever. Slagathor likes Odyssey and Valhalla, but I couldn't get past those because they, they just screwed up the most basic historical stuff i'm like i i can't i can't do it i i can't that viking is wearing steel pauldrons big steel pauldrons i purposely did not play the viking game partly for that reason like i said i stick with i I, I was excited i thought it was gonna get to have a fun viking age rpg and then it's just like oh no what have you done no no, I got I got one Assassin's Creed game, Black Flag, and that's it. I don't need any other ones, especially because a lot of them are basically the same game. And as a Pokemon player, I know that's a bit weird to say that. Like, oh, it's the same game over and over again. Well, sometimes that can work, and most of the time it can't. So there are exceptions to yeah. everything. So. But I think one that's kind of being discussed right now because of the popularity of the show was The Last of Us 2. All right, I did not play The Last of Us or The Last of Us 2. I know a lot about it because I've got a lot of friends who played them. I haven't watched the show. I got nothing to add here. Well, just like the big complaint when you get away from the really bad made-up complaints was that it was too damn long. How long is it? I don't know. It feels like it's 13, 15 hours. Yeah, see, that's like nothing. I was about to say, like, I would expect a game like that to be about a 25-hour run, personally. Yeah, that's kind of the thing. It's like, I'm wondering if we're the weird outliers. It's like, no, this is a game I get to keep coming back to and playing. And I mean, well, I mean, that's the other thing. I don't know if you're like me, but sometimes I will just step away from a game for months and then come back and go, okay, I think I remember what's going on and get back into it. And then like, oh yeah, I remember what I was doing. And then I'll play for another 20 hours. No, I'm, I'm the opposite side of that where I will sit and obsess with one game to either completion or till I get pulled at something else. And then if I come back to it months later, I got to start over. But I don't, that's not a bad thing for me. That's just how I operate. See, because I wonder if a lot of people are like you and they're like, I'm tired of playing this game, but I want to finish it because I want to know how it ends. But I'm on hour, you know, nine. You know, the thing is, I think for me anyway, it comes from the games that I was specifically raised with. Like one of the formative games of my youth was Legend of the Dragoon. And that was a PlayStation 1 game that came on four discs. Each disc was like 13 or 14 hours long. So I think that's the reason why in my head, when I think, how long should a single player game story be? 40 hours. 40 hours is the number that is like on lock in my brain. Well, JRPGs are a whole other beast, but I mean... I agree, but I'm just saying I think that's what 
what affected or influenced my initial formative ideas about how long a game should be. Hell, Ratchet and Clank, all three of those games fit into a... They're not 40 hours long, but you know, like 30, a little under 30 if you do everything like I do. So I mean, how long did we spend playing Resistance, the, fall, the first Fall of Man? I feel like that was... Well, you and I together did that co-op campaign two or three times just for fun. Yeah, but I thought like the first time to beat it, it took us, it was not a small amount of time. No, true. But I think even that was still only like a nine or ten hour campaign, I think. Which still each. feels like, I feel like ten hours for a standard shooter, that's pretty good. For a but shooter think... game? Yeah. I think shooter games generally don't, it's hard for me to imagine a good shooter being longer than 15 hours. Well, Just... level design gets tricky. It's like, how do you tell your story without, you know, repeating levels? Yeah. But also... I, I grew up on Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto were like the original endless games before Bethesda took over the idea from for in my brain. So yeah, so I don't know. I'm trying. I'm I'm desperately trying to devil's advocate understand the other side of people that are saying because I hear it a lot. I mean, people saying it's too long. I I feel like if I'm trying to be there too, I feel like you already kind of touched on the main reasons. Are like as an adult, it's hard finding time to play oh, 100%. games. Yeah, like I myself. You know how much sleep I give up? Because I'm like, this is the only time I have to play, so I'm going to play till 3 a.m. <laughs> so. Oh, no. I'm, I'm the opposite. I'm like, all right, I need to sleep and eat, which means I only have two hours to play a game, and that's not enough time. I'm not going to get invested. <laughs> oh, I want to be very clear. My method is not, like, the right method. I'm being very unhealthy for myself. I'm just saying that, like, as an adult, sometimes I don't get to start playing a game until, like, midnight. And by that point... Yeah. I'm like, well, I don't want to start if I'm only going to get to play for like half an hour. I'm going to play that, for like three hours. That's my logic. Like, I'm going to do the other one. Like, I'm not going to start for half an hour and I can't stay up till, you know, 2 a.m. Yeah, whereas I do. I end up sleeping four hours most nights. <laughs> Maybe that's why I like these long narrative games. Like, I will not get through a staggering amount of games in a year. I'll get through maybe two or three, maybe. So if it's one I can take in bits and chunks and pieces, I'm never going to have that narrative wear down of like, oh, is this still going? And if I do, I just go away for a bit. It's funny because I think that what you're describing is why roguelikes are so popular. It's like, oh, I can just do one run. It'll take me an hour and then I'll be done. And maybe that's why I don't like those. Like, no, I don't want to do it in just one run. If I'm gaming, I'm dedicating at least two, three hours because... I have made this time. Yeah. Well, I want to be clear that one of the reasons why I'll stay up till 3 a.m. is because I don't get to game every night. I get to game, you know, half the week. So three or four nights a week, I get to game. And I, even those nights, I generally don't get to start until late. And then so, and then two of those nights, I have their dedicated gaming sessions with other people. Like, tonight, as soon as we're done talking, I have scheduled time to go play Total War with Wretched. And then tomorrow, I have scheduled time to play co-op games with wretched and then two other friends where we do four player games like solasta or across the obelisk so really i only get two maybe three if i push it days to myself to play not that there's anything wrong with playing with people i love playing games with wretched and co but i also want to play games like dragon age that are solo games so i have to find i have to really find time to shove those in you know yeah no i get it so i think the I don't think video games need to be shorter. I liked them at their length. I think... I think if I was spending $60 on it, I would like it to at least be 20 hours. So that'd be three bucks an hour, personally. I think this goes to a similar conversation we had where people were complaining TV shows were too long now, too. Yeah. And it's just like, 
we are so conscious of our time or lack thereof yeah that we are letting it creep into our hobbies and our enjoyment of like well if i can't consume this in six hours what am i even doing here it's like that's the wrong lesson to take and you're asking the wrong questions why does your entire week's worth of entertainment only exist in a six hour confined stretch yeah and I certainly that is the question people should be asking themselves. Yeah, and I'm certainly trying to get into a mentality of not focusing on endings and just focusing on enjoying what I'm currently doing, you know? Yeah, 100%. I used to get really wrapped up in remembering to do all of the games I wanted. I had a list, like a, a Word document with bullet points of, all right, you're playing this game, this game, this game, you're doing this thing in this game, you're doing this thing in this game, so that I wouldn't forget... And it got to the point where that pay- that list was two pages long. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to play whatever I feel like playing and not worry about finishing things. Yeah. And like I said, I think that's kind of the thing is, and I would argue this is a uniquely American thing. Our foreign listeners can kind of tell me one way or the other. But because our free time is so limited, we are so obsessed with maximizing it optimization yeah which is an incredibly depressing fucked up way to look at it yeah i agree but and i i I gotta learn this guy's name because i love this quote but there's a german comedian he said i finally understand why america is the way it is it's because your entire lives exist in two 48 hour periods (laughs) oh and i'm like oh fuck yeah that that is that is true and it explains everything yeah yeah, that's but sad. Yeah, I don't think video games are too damn long. I think they're the exact right length, and people just need to learn to dip out and dip in when they want. Yeah. Also, and this I think is the obvious answer to this whole thing, there are so many video games in existence. If you don't like the length of the ones you're dealing with, go look up ones that are shorter or longer. You can find them. Now, they exist. <laughs> yeah. And to avoid anyone going, trying, adding commentary no, games that have pointless, stupid filler, like can't get past this door and collect you collect, unless you collect three shiny green goblins. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck that. That's yeah. not fun. That's not adding to the narrative. That's just grinding. <laughs> yeah, and uh, as someone who also didn't get into MMOs and doesn't do, like, mobile gaming, even though there are some mobile games, I'm not... You know what? Fuck that conversation. Point is, I'm not a grinder. I don't like grinding. I don't like wasting my t- time doing that kind of thing. If I'm going to do an abnegation game, I'm going to do something like Mario, you know? Yeah. No, that that that's my thoughts on the whole thing. And if you are thinking games are too long, I don't know, ask yourself, why, why does it matter? Anyway, if there are other points to this conversation, because I feel like there are other points to this conversation that we're glossing over or really not touching, but tell us what you think. And let us know, and we could revisit it, because I, I, I really do feel like there's other avenues that I'm not thinking of here. Yeah, this is definitely one we might have to revisit, but I'm not really thinking clear tonight, so... Yeah, same. I mean, I'm very distracted by my nose right now, which really hurts. So, but thank you for listening. Be sure to like, share, subscribe, do all those things that the cringeworthy content creator that I am have to ask you to do, because they actually have an impact on how well our creative endeavor does because the more you share it the more we grow and the more we grow the more we can do and if you'd like to help with the sharing the growing the spreading uh make sure you are following us on your favorite podcasting app if we're on your favorite podcasting app let us know what that podcasting app of choice is so that we can get on there so that we can expand our ever-growing empire 
As always, this has been Axel Wright. And the Shield Brother, Lord Commander Orc. Be sure to tune in next time, and as always, stay honorable.